Hello and welcome to Point Streak, a podcast where we talk everything gaming and the issues that concern gamers. We're all members and contributors at Enthusiacs.com. Thank you for joining us. You can reach us at www.enthusiacs.com or our Twitter feed, at Enthusiacs. Our YouTube channel is where all our video content resides, simply Enthusiacs. I am Jeff or Baron Fang, and this week I am joined by Vernon. Hello, Vernon. Hello. And once again, by Jennifer. Welcome back, Jennifer. Thank you. And uh, as we always do right off the top, let's get into what have we been playing. Vernon, how about you? What have you been playing? Oh, boy, nothing. Um, nothing? <laughs> I've, uh, <laughs> I, I've, been, I've been focusing on a new job as well as my, uh, my grad degree, which uh, ironically enough will be in web design so I can help run the site better. <laughs> um, so I haven't, been, uh, I haven't actually been playing much. Actually, you know what? I, I, that's a lie. I've been, I've been playing this, uh, this tablet game where like, you create a disease and you evolve it over time so that it, that it kills you know, more people and, and stuff like that. You try to wipe out the human race, basically. So it's like a picture, like laid out of the globe, and you. So try a casual to, like, game, in other words, wiping pretty out. Much, race, pretty much, yeah. pretty much, yeah. <laughs> so you you like you know pick a country to start it in, and then have it spread by evolving it. <laughs> All right, <Nice>. Jen. <laughs> uh, I've been playing a lot of Borderlands online. Nice. And I have just recently started this game on iOS called In Fear I Trust, which I plan on playing and writing up about on the site. Because I only played it for about five minutes so far, but I love it. So, awesome. yeah. And for me, uh, I've also been playing quite a bit of Borderlands uh, over live. And um, also a little bit of Warframe on the side. There's a um, story campaign uh, happening at the moment. They're going to introduce space combat <laughs> to Warframe. <laughs> they, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, they just they just brought in dogs about a, a month or two ago. And now there's going to be uh, space combat. So, uh they're really pushing the boundaries with that game. It, um, I, I, w- I was talking to our mutual friend Chris, and he he logged in for the first time in a year, and his comment to me was, "This is not the game I played a year ago." Mm-hmm. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> uh, yeah, they're uh, for a free-to-play game. They really are um, adding a lot of stuff to it. Um, well, let's uh, let's get into our uh, primary top- topic. Uh, we discussed as a group um, doing franchises of one sort or another as a, as a topic for for point streak and uh, a couple a couple came to mind and uh assassin's creed uh, seemed like an obvious one to do as uh, as as quite a few of us here at the site had had played assassin's creed so that's what we're here to talk about today uh ubisoft's uh, assassin's creed series which of course debuted back in 2007 with the original assassin's creed um I might just uh, so we got a bit of context uh, for for discussing this. We might I think think it might be valuable for us to just say individually what games we've played. How how many have you tackled uh, of the series so far, Vernon? Um, Assassin's Creed, the first game, uh, the second game, and Brotherhood. And I started Revelations, hated it. Um, <laughs> I so, so I never finished it. And I started uh, Assassin's Creed three, absolutely hated it. And I haven't played any since. Right, cool. So a mixed bag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how about how about you, Jen? Well, I started the first one and I could never finish it. Moved on to the second one and I've played them all since. I just haven't finished Black Flag because I haven't gotten around to it. So pretty much played them all except for the first one, which to me doesn't exist anyway. <laughs> and yeah. uh, I, on the advice of several people, including Jen, skipped the first one. I I watched uh, a uh, Let's Play <laughs> of the first one. Uh, played two, enjoyed it. Played Brotherhood, enjoyed it. I've just like just started Revelations, and um, part of me just wants to skip it and go on to three, <laughs> because I. Uh, I'd I say just skip it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm gonna give it a try. I mean, I paid five bucks for it on Steam. I might as well give it a a, a go. I I do want to see the end of the Ezio. Um, it's a good story arc. You want? I want to. I mean, I think you want to finish that, but that's just me. I, I just. I don't think I'm gonna do it. Like I did 40 hours of this. Like I didn't. Uh, but Vernon, you completed the. Didn't you do like a 100% run of this two or something? Oh yeah. Like that? yeah, yeah. I beat, wow. I beat every. I uh, every feather. Invaded, <laughs> invaded every nook and cranny of that game. <laughs> well, look, I I didn't go quite that extent, but I was 90% plus in both it and Brotherhood. Enjoyed nice. them both a lot. Um, a couple of the Borgia towers. Brotherhood were just just awful, but uh, it lo- loved the uh, the Roma map and um, you know two two was was fun start to finish. Um, Revel- Revelations, I don't know. Like I said, I'll give it a, a go. Um, 
it's funny the uh the, the game the game that uh, seems to three is the game that i've had either outright um uh yes you should play it or no it stinks <laughs> for like nothing in between basically at this point <laughs> yeah. i don't know why it's so polarizing i mean uh, I mean, ha- ha- not having played it, is it, uh, and without spoil, well, God, we're going to have to spoil a few things. We're going to have to spoil it, yeah. I mean, can I ask both of you, what, what is it that goes on in 3 that is so, it, that is such a departure for the series, that that, that why it's such a, a, a game that's polarizing? What, what do you think it is, Vernon? Like, is it just the story that changes, the gameplay? Well, it starts off and it's super boring because you're not playing as the main character that's advertised <laughs> in every freaking advertisement. Um, mm-hmm. So, like, you play as this, you play as, uh, what, what is it, Haven Kenway for, yeah. for a good couple hours. Um, wow. And then, you know, you come across the son Connor and um, then you play the rest of the game, who is so bland. <laughs> like, at least Ezio had, like, you know, character like he had he had some likable traits he had some dislikable traits he was rash at first and then he became older and he was uh, you know he became a little bit wiser in his uh in his travels in his adventures and stuff like that but connor is just so so boring throughout um i just stopped playing and watched the watch the play and i'm just like jesus yeah. i'm glad i didn't play this so i and what they did with desmond oh my god <laughs> Uh, oh my god god um if we're spoiling things uh they they, they kill him and i wouldn't have a problem with it except they do it in like this it it was very hasty yeah it it felt like it it felt like they were gunning for another sequel and they didn't really care about the person that they basically made the main character at the end of the second game Yeah. yeah Yeah. What about you, Jen? Is there is there something about three that uh, I know it's not your favorite in this series, but you've mm-hmm. certainly given a strong recommendation, as has uh, Tony and, and a few other people I've talked to. I loved it. To me, the only thing that killed it was the character. He was so, oh, okay. like he, like Fernand said, he was incredibly boring. Yeah. So the story, you know, it's set against a backdrop that I thought I, I was just dying to play this game, and I thought mm. it was going to be so cool and like such an important part in American history. I was stoked. And the backdrop is great. I think yeah. it, visually it looks great. They opened up the map more. I loved being able to hunt and just roam around and climb in a really cool stylized way in the trees and stuff. But the, the main focal point of it, the character and his story, I didn't give two shits about. So, <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. That, I think that's really what killed it. Yeah. yeah. This, this this little aside we've been off is, per, is for me. I'll I'll just admit the I, I I own both Revelations and three, and I'm just trying to decide <laughs> what to do next, basically. <laughs> so, I I have to admit I've wanted to play three ever since I started. Like I I don't know if it was the this way in the states, but I was in Australia at the time, and the marketing blitz for Assassin's Creed three was just incredible. Like uh-huh. I haven't seen that many ads for a game on primetime TV since I think GTA four. That was that was just pimped on TV like heavily when it came out, and yep. three yep. was everywhere. I mean, they were uh, the, the the song they were using in the commercials was "Radioactive" by Imagine yes. Dragons. <laughs> uh, so cool. Wait, yeah. for, th- for three or four? For, for Assassin's Creed Three. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 I don't know what the hell they used for, in the marketing for four. Probably some shanty song or something. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Maybe I'm, or maybe sailing from that uh, '80s power ballad or something like that. Who knows? <laughs> um, I was Im- I was immune to Assassin's Creed marketing by then. I'd seen so much of it. Well, um, might start with the first game, uh, and I- I'm. <laughs> that's another game that I want to. I kind of want to get an idea. I- there are people, R- Razor Fist, uh, who I know you're familiar with, Vernon. He's mm-hmm. one of these guys, and he's a he's a stealth game purist. I mean, his favorite series of all time is Thief, Thief so yeah. closely followed by. Uh, Hitman, so <laughs> uh, it's not hard to understand what kind of gameplay elements he likes, and uh, he and a fair number of people are of the opinion that Assassin's Creed went off the rails after the first one, whereas I've heard from people like Jen that the first game, and I, having watched it, I can get it, was uh, pretty repetitive and boring in a lot of ways. Very. Uh, I mean, very, you you played it start to finish, right, the first one? Yeah, ver- yep. Uh, I mean, what is it... <sighs> A lot of the elements that are there in the game today, the parkour, the stabbing people with <laughs> swords, <laughs> daggers, and the like, the blending into cra- crowds and things like that, are there. Uh, what what was it about the first game that was... What was it about the first game that wasn't quite uh, there, I guess? If if I mean, if assuming that you 
assuming that that's what uh, it describes your feelings on it, is, is, where's its shortcomings, I guess, is where I'm asking. It took me beating the second game to go back and have patience with the first game enough to beat it so that I could get the story. Right. Um, and I really... Uh, it, <laughs> it it was the, it was the repetition for me um mm -hmm. although although all games have a certain yeah. of a uh, of repetition you know rinse and repeat and stuff like that so i you know you kind of expect that going into a game or i hope you would but um the repetition um the fact that there wasn't much to do besides the whole talk to the person in the city, get permission from them to scout out the target and then go back to that person and talk to them about, okay, you know, that's, that's, that's good. And that might have worked maybe a little bit better if there weren't so many of those times, because you have to kill at least eight or nine people and you have to do the same thing every time you get into the city. Um, before you go on this mission to kill someone, you have to talk to that to that person to get permission to to do it, and <laughs> and then before you do it, you, you have to go back to that person to get a feather, and then you go and you kill the person, however way the game wants you to, and then you get their blood on a feather, and yeah. it's really weird. Oh God, I so that could have been that. that could have been anybody's blood or anything like that. Yeah, take his word. Fucking bird's so, blood. Yeah, like yeah, so it it just. Uh, but I mean, the evolution of the games, I, I like, I like the, the fact that they, that they added a lot more stuff for you to do. Um, not just the assassinations and blending in and stuff like that. Um, and getting, getting caught, maybe having to fight your way out of a situation. I'm, I'm glad that there's a lot more stuff to, to do, um, when you get to like two, especially when you get to brotherhood, cause then you get, yeah. all this, then you, then you can recruit people, but it's freaking awesome. Um, but yeah, the first game, I think... Oh, and the fact that the first game lacked a little bit of color, um, I, there, there was nothing that caught my eye. It was it was mainly, like, very bland and yeah. a, a little bit a little bit monotone, so it, it couldn't really keep my attention the first time around. And then I played the second one, and I was like, okay, I'll, I'll give it a shot. What about you, Jen? You, you got partway through the first one before you packed it in? <laughs> I think I played it for a few hours. Hmm. Yeah. Right. I... The, to me, the biggest thing was that it was repetitive, but I could have gotten through that for the story, like Vernon, because I love the series so much. I would have wanted to go back and finish it. Mm -hmm. To me, what the real like nail in the coffin, coffin was, was I don't know if this was just me, but at some point I did something stupid and I had all the guards around after me and I would run and run and run for about 10 real minutes. I would finally shake them. And then I would walk about five feet and they'd see me again. I couldn't get anything done. Yeah. Every time I turned around, they were chasing me. It's like, this is, I, I wanted to, I've never wanted to throw my controller that hard before. They must have turned down the uh, no, uh, notorious mechanic, which is kind of like GTA, I well, guess, uh, yeah. a little bit better in the second one. <laughs> well, they toned it down, but they had a way for you to completely remove it. Yeah, yeah, the... Ripping down posters and all that sort of stuff. Is that, yeah, 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 yeah. To decrease yeah, your notoriety and stuff like that. Right. That was that was great. I was so happy about that. That to me, that was <laughs> the biggest improvement. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, and, and look, a lot of the mechanics, the parkour, the you know, the the action sort of button thing where you run and and he jumps, grabs, etc. Automatically, they they've refined that, but a lot of the a lot of and the blending in and and the um and look as. Having having only played right through to uh, I I don't know what they've done with it in in three but I I, I found the combat got better uh, and certainly it rewarded uh, being patient the counters and things like that as the game went went on I I don't I never got a sense for how good the actual sword on sword combat was in the first game but um, I I don't hear many people complain about that going backwards um, probably the thing about the first one and about the series overall that I'm most interested to hear people is what do you think about the framing device of this being you know the whole the, the animus and everything the fact that yeah. instead of this just being a game about a guy named altair who's in you know set in the third crusade where it's templars versus assassins they've decided to cleverly i think in some ways because it allows you to jump through time and and do the sequels and connect them through this you know central character mm -hmm. of Desmond. Right, right. What did what did you feel about like did you know like I'll ask you to start Vern. Did you know that that was the the device of the game when you started playing it that you know this is going to be a science fiction sort of 
setting uh, as as the basis for, for that the story follows. What, what did you think of that when you first um, first played the game? Um, I thought it was a cool idea. It wasn't explained like that to me when the when the person was like, "Oh, just skip one and go to two. I didn't want to listen because it's like, okay, well, <laughs> of course I got to go to the first one and play the first one, you know, and, and get the whole story before I go into the second one, and then I'm completely lost. And he was like, "Well, you know, there's it's like time travel and stuff like that." And he really didn't get into detail with it. So of course I'm gonna not listen to this guy and play the first one first. <laughs> um, and rightly so. He, he he was he was right. It's just that it, it wasn't for, for the right reasons because yeah. it really didn't give me any reasons. But um, the 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 animus is an interesting thing because the the first Assassin's Creed game, I think there are rumors out there, and I would not be surprised if this was the case that they were trying to actually reboot the Prince of Persia franchise, mm. and they came up with Assassin's Creed. Yeah. However, the real device that drove this that turned it into just like a, you know a massive franchise was the the freaking animus and this thing that could like you know read your dna and basically live these biological markers or memories yeah uh, of your past ancestors which it, it's super cool but you know that they're just gonna milk this. I mean, they even <laughs> they even said that they were like, they're not. We're not gonna stop with Assassin's Creed until the fans tell us. Yeah. That that they want us to stop, which is never gonna happen because you have those diehard people, and they're, they're they know <laughs> they're gonna they know they're gonna make a pretty penny <laughs> off of off of continuing this. So I think uh, the yes. only thing that they've said no to is they're never gonna set it in the Second World World War. Other than that, I think everything's fair game. <laughs> or Japan, or, or Japan, J which is bullshit. Yeah. I'm just gonna throw it out there, which is weird to me. Um, but yeah, the, the animus, if there's anything that is like keeping this franchise going and for, you know, for a good reason, it's the animus. Yeah. I mean, I, I've heard people, uh, joke like, uh, when, you know, when can I get back to the game? <laughs> there's even a Penny Arcade comic about, you know, oh, I'm on the, oh, in about Assassin's Creed 4, like, oh, I'm in my pirate ship. And then the next scene, he's like in an office building at a desk. He's like, when <laughs> can I get back to my pirate ship? Did you have a bit of that in, in the first game, Jen, where you were just like, can we get back to the assassin bits? Or did you actually like the sort of framing device of the uh, the animus and the, and the modern Abstergo versus assassin's story? I don't remember how much I even encountered that in the first one, because I didn't get very far through. Mm. But I... I Along the whole series, I felt that way. And I've had a couple of people I used to work with tell me that they wanted the new game to just be Des back, you know, before. Yeah. <laughs> they wanted <laughs> a game just with Desmond in, you know, modern day. And I was like, are you crazy? Yeah. That's the boring filler time. <laughs> like, that's the time it should run on its own so you can, like, go get a beer or something. Hmm. I don't, I did not like that at all. The, the animus is cool. I'm not knocking it, but I didn't enjoy just, just, to, just to throw out a theoretical, do you, do you think that they could have just thrown all that out and just had follow-up games and not and not tried to do the whole answer? Do you think it would have been as, as successful, or is I don't think it would have initially. No, I don't think it would have jumped off the way that it did had it mm -hmm. had it just been you know uh, assassins throughout the years fighting the Templars and. So it'd and be like, what's the point? Yeah. Yeah, almost. But I, I think that would have been cool. Just like you know, seeing the 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 things that were that are passed down through the generations to uh, okay assassin's creed with altair you know um we see we see him um you know fight corruption within the assassin's order um and then he has this apple of eden which is basically a, a means of control it creates illusions to make people believe whatever whatever you want them to believe basically and okay so that could have been that piece of the story and then you take revelations and you put it right after assassin's creed one so that finishes his story yeah. you move you move along to Ezio, um walking in the steps of altair and the and the assassins that came after altair picking up the picking up where they left off and continuing all through to um again the 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 Ezio part of revelations and having him retire move through to haytham then Connor, yeah. Then, then the guy that's going to be in Rogue, um, yeah. by, which, which by the time of this recording, Rogue is not out yet. Assassin's Creed Rogue or yeah. Unity. Yeah. Um, so just to give you give the audience a, a frame of reference, but yeah, a few um, months away at least, at least right? Yeah, or? yeah. So all the way till Rogue, and then have uh, 
Assassin's Creed Unity. Yeah. And just like, I think that they could cut out the animus and it would cut out so much of the stuff that people don't like because I can see where the whole, you know, coming back to present day and trying to figure out blah, blah, blah and everything like that. Why don't we just cut all that and go back to go back to Italy and, you know, have this evolve into a story that we all like. I, I definitely think that that could be that they could make that interesting on its own without having this framing device that will basically print out money for you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I have, I've, I've often wondered that, you know, because like, like a lot, a lot of uh, people that have played it, I, I've been sitting there playing the real world stuff and thinking, God, I'm, I'm breaking into their emails and reading what they're saying. That's, that's fun. Is it I'm, <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Uh, like I, I don't really like, and I guess the, I guess the biggest thing is, is I don't really like any of the real world characters. I don't, I don't really care for Lucy, Desmond, any of the team. Like I, it, it's, mm-hmm. I don't really, I'm not invested in what happens to them. They really are just killing time until he sits down again in the <laughs> animus, and then you get back the to the care about. Uh, and I wonder, like, how much does it actually pad out the game? Like in in Brotherhood, I felt like the game probably would have been a good twenty percent shorter if I hadn't had to deal with that. But. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, no, I I just thought it'd be worth asking because it is a very important like uh, part of the you know the franchise, and yet I don't see a lot of people that I mean, apart from a few <laughs> Jen's friends apparently that are like really <laughs> pro pro Desmond pro real world. Um, well, let's get into some favorites. Uh, I I think I know the answers to a lot of these, but hmm. who would be your favorite characters? Uh, that that uh, I mean, I know I know that we've each played differing numbers of games, so. In my case, I really only have one choice. But uh, who, who's your favorite uh, character? It doesn't have to be the main character, but for you, Vernon, who would be your standout of the games you've played? Um, <laughs> the uncle, Uncle Mario. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Just for the simple fact good. that they're like, "It's a me, Mario." <laughs> that was pretty nice. <laughs> and like, he was a good, he was a good kind of mentor, and I, I really, I really enjoyed. Um, how they how he you know helped Ezio like yeah. kind of kind of build himself up to the assassin that he's going to be in in Brotherhood and in Revelations even though I did, disliked Revelations um, but like yeah just that from that from that moment I was like I'm gonna like this guy I know yeah. I'm gonna like this yep I'm gonna love this guy <laughs> it's <Yeah. a> me <laughs> Mario <laughs> what <laughs> how, about, how about you Jen I, I I think I already know the answer to this but who would be your favorite Ezio yeah. Uh, and, and uh, you, I, I gather you enjoy that arc, that character arc, oh. start to finish. Yeah. Oh, I love it. That's yeah. I mean, that was when I was really hooked and completely obsessed with the series. He is one of my probably top three all time favorite game characters. Like I love him that much. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I loved. And by the by the end of uh, Revelations, I wanted to cry. Yeah. Cause I just couldn't believe I couldn't play him anymore. <laughs> Well, I guess they had to. Uh, if he was in his fifties, I guess in Revelations they had to, uh, or whatever yeah, it was. But he they... was like still badass, still badass and like yeah. I still had a bit of a game crush on him. I don't care if he's a little gray; it's okay. Had a bit of a dark, <laughs> Dark Knight Returns thing going on there in Revelations. Well, oh if yeah. They, if you if they wanted to if they wanted to keep that story going because they knew many people loved Ezio. Yeah. If they if they really wanted to keep it going, they could have him be the mentor. Yeah. In, it, instead of like you know in the in the whole Assassin's Creed Embers like you know he meets up with like this Chinese assassin um, and like he gives her a couple of words of advice but she's already badass she's already an assassin you know I'd love to see him pass his his experiences and his knowledge down but he you know he retired and is there a game you know, called Embers? It's a movie. It's an it's a it's a CGI movie. It's called oh, Assassin's Creed Embers. God. Yeah, it's the extended lore. <laughs> All right. I'm looking at the list of games here, and I'm like, has Vernon found a game that isn't in Wikipedia? No, no, no. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a CGI movie, and, like, an Asian assassin comes to meet him, and, like, at first he thinks that she's trying to kill his daughter. And, yeah, so, um, so yeah, like, if he had, like, if he had met someone that was, like, uh, you know, I want to learn the ways, and he's like, no, I've retired. And, you know, he sees that this kid has some moves. You know, he, he, he sees, you know, the the whole parallel between this kid and who he used to be and, you know, teaches him discipline and stuff like that. I'd like to see that. I am. 
I, I probably Ezio would have to be, be me by default as I've only played the the three, the three games so far, but I, I I have to give an honorable mention to uh, Leonardo, <laughs> which <laughs> who is uh, <laughs> who who is an interesting take uh, on a, a young version of, uh, of of the real of the real uh, Leonardo and uh, probably um, oh God what's the, the name um, oh, I'm blanking on the name now Chesterday. Yeah, I was gonna say Chester. Yeah, exactly. That's it, Chester Borgia. Just being such a crazy, like bastard. <laughs> like uh, he, I mean, in real life, he was a bastard as well. Uh, yeah. But he, he was just so, uh, you know, over the top crazy. Uh, <laughs> that uh, it, it was one of those villains. It's just you, you, you like to hate, and uh, I, I liked how he went down <laughs> in uh, <laughs> in the end of. Um, uh brotherhood, brotherhood that was that, that was nice <laughs> they uh, i i was worried that that was going to peter out because i i knew a little bit about the real life guy and i knew that there were i was under the impression that the circumstances of his death were vague and i was worried that they were going to turn it into some sort of he comes back at some later point type thing yeah. and uh what yeah i i was pretty pleased with what they they did with it um Certainly, a lot more pleased than what they did at the end of the the second game, where the the jerk gets off for some reason. Oh, uh, right, yeah, yeah, he's been killing guys all games, and then he decides to let this portly jerk off with the with the staff live at the end of the game, and of course that comes back to haunt him. And but and, that is yeah. why Ezio is who he is. I let yeah. you live, and well, well your never death mind. Your death by my hand wouldn't change yeah. anything. My parents wow. are still dead. My dad's still dead. For historical purposes, that pope had to live for another <laughs> 20 right. years anyway so yeah, yeah I, I guess i gotta give him a pass on that um i have always i don't know i don't know if you two are the history as much as i do am but like i've like obviously you know having like machiavelli and leonardo and people like that involved in a secret thing of assassins is uh is, is not historically accurate but I've, I've always wanted to look at the dates and actually see were these people actually alive at the same time like maybe they were it just seems uh I, i'm thinking that a lot of them probably were and maybe the ages just didn't line up um yeah. I mean, a lot of these people, like even the um, that uh, Duchess or whatever, that that uh, milf, uh, for lack of a better word, that that's really into Ezio in the second in, uh, the game. Like she's a real, she's a real character. Uh, uh, so she's a real person. Um, as as are probably the majority of the supporting cast uh, of the game. Um, and yet, I I look at them and go, God, how could these people all be? <laughs> like around, the, around uh, yeah so maybe there's a little bit of creative license there but um you know as somebody who's into history and um and and yet somebody who kind of steered around the uh da vinci code nonsense uh the when that hey book now. came out i hey uh I, and yet and yet i and this game did touch on a lot of that stuff without without um overdoing it you know like you know the the hidden things in artwork and stuff like that i i, I kind of like that i mean i did i didn't like it when it was two in the morning and i was trying to uh i, I was trying to undo the puzzle to find the next piece of the uh <laughs> the, the 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 secret animus message from the crazy guy <laughs> uh, there were a couple times where i was just going nuts try, trying to because i don't i mean did you two do all that stuff i i yes. i did oh. <laughs> yes, I was I crawling did. up the side of buildings looking for glowing uh, symbols and stuff like, oh uh, yeah, I, I was hooked on that stuff. And uh, uh, like, I, I've, I don't know, but I've never really been that into like codes and Sudoku or <laughs> anything remotely like that. So yeah. yeah, now and then it, I found that a bit uh, trying and I, I admit I had to Google a few of them to get through them, but um yeah, it, me too. It was it was worth it. it I, I I was well and truly on it for the ride when it came to the secret sort of stuff. Um, I, I think anyone who plays those games and doesn't try and like dig into that, um, I don't know, what do you want to call it, secondary lore, Vernon? Uh, yeah. Expanded universe is that <laughs> sort of stuff uh, is is missing out on uh, a, you know the a layer of story within the story. Um, well, what what about cities? Uh, the, the this 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 series has really done a lot for the uh, open world genre, which we we talked a lot about on a on a recent recording. Um, the the concept of running around on rooftops and stuff. This this game really captured that better than any game that I've played, uh, with the exception of perhaps Arkham. Although Batman's way of getting around is obviously 
<laughs> very different uh, than uh, Ezio and the Assassins, but he's Batman. Yeah, yeah, ex- exactly. He's he's gonna have his. He's not gonna be uh, tiptoeing and 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 jumping from chimney to chimney. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just pictured that. <laughs> Um, I mean, what what would have been your favorite? Uh, I, I I've only just touched on Revelation, so I haven't really seen uh, Constantinople yet. But uh, I mean, for me, the Roma map was just amazing. Uh, and I don't know if it's to scale, but my my goodness, a a, a certainly a, a a map and an environment that's really rich with detail. What would have been some of your favorite uh, you know settings in the game so far that, that you've played, Vernon? Uh Roma. Yeah, Roma. Uh, Assassin's Creed Brotherhood. I really liked. Um... I really like how it was just—it was beautiful. Mm. Um, the problem that I had with uh, with all of the cities in in Assassin's Creed Two is that you were cut off a lot. Yes. Um, yeah. I mean, they did that in Brotherhood Two, but like once you got it, once you—well, you know what? All the cities from Assassin's Creed Two to Brotherhood. Yeah. I just—I yeah. really like them once they open up. Um, you know, and I was able—I was allowed to move. You know, yeah. that was—that was one of the things that I had a problem with, if anything, in the series um, up to that point it was just. Uh, it was so closed yeah. off. You haven't unlocked this memory yet. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got to buy the DLC because we <laughs> we cut these two parts out of the game. Yeah. How about you, Jen? You've you've obviously gone through uh, to games like Black Flag where the maps are like astoundingly huge from the way you've described them. What some of your oh, yeah. favorite settings so far? What would they be? Oh God, I I have very fond memories of uh, Venice. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I did love Roma too, yeah. and mm-hmm. honestly, to me, one of my most fun Assassin's Creed just environments has been out on the sea in Black Flag, mm. which is so weird. It's I mean, so would it, would you, would you have ever thought that that would fit? <laughs> when I first heard that, I was no. like, "What are they doing? What?" <laughs> well, I'm one of those. I was one of those people that was like raging against the ship missions in three. Yeah. Because it wasn't fleshed out very well. It was almost like a tester to see how people reacted. And thankfully, a lot of people loved them, unlike me, because <laughs> it opened it up for this, which is amazing. Yeah. yeah. What was your reaction when you heard that they were taking that uh, that part of three and expanding it into a full game, Vernon? Were you a bit incredulous when you heard that? I just didn't care about that. Like, it didn't seem to be like an actual assassin's creed game that yeah. i come to know and and love like it, it just i i don't know like i just didn't appreciate that 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 sea mission stuff mm. yeah yeah I've, I've heard more than a few people say you know this is a cool enough game but why why do they have to, why is this i think you i think you said it vernon why is this an assassin's creed game why haven't they spun off a separate franchise like called pirates or something like that they could have just name. as easily like if they wanted to test it out in three to see how it would work in another franchise Mm. Um, and people actually really liked it, they could take those mechanics and spawn another franchise that they mm. could do like a 10-year run on like they seem to like to do now. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, I like... like that would be boring. I, and running through the Caribbean on a boat as opposed to the beautiful Renaissance Italy is 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 fine <laughs> like you're out in the you're out in the middle of the ocean spearing whales and sharks i, I don't find that in, that's not that doesn't but, seem like assassin to me but see that's the thing there is a lot of land and assassinating and stuff too mm. like he still moves the same way there's still a lot of towns and bigger cities you can go to and feel like you're in a normal assassin's Creed game i just love that you can hop on this pirate ship and go sailing into a storm and come across this island at night where it feels very Pirates of the Caribbean. I just, <laughs> I love it. To me, just pirates on their own would be boring as hell. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. It should have been called Pirates. <laughs> well, that, pirates. That'd be, that's an interesting segue into just gameplay mechanics. Um, you know, I, I mentioned at the start that, uh, that they've, they've grown from the first series and, uh, you know, improved and, I loved the crossbow in 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 Brotherhood. Oh, I Brotherhood, yeah. I despised the knife mechanic in in the second game, and was just like, oh God, could they not do better with this? And then basically the crossbow turned into a sort of a, I think I I think if you're patient, it's an insta kill with most enemies. Uh, the crossbow, which is how it should be. Um, and yeah, that that made that that element of the game so much more fun. Um, Do you have experience with that crossbow? No, no, no. Just <laughs> it, it, just, it should be a one hit kill. Look, I'm just saying, <laughs> in a game that's about a guy that's a badass and should be able to kill people, you shouldn't be whipping like three and four uh, throwing knives at guys to take them out. It should it should it should be about uh, 
paying guys out efficiently. And that's and that's why I think I like it so much. The um, what what are the other ways in which they've sort of tinkered with the mechanics that you like? I mean, that's probably my favorite. I I also like the counter system a lot. I mean, how where is it where is it improved? That uh, what's the, what are the favorite sort of improvements they've done? Or uh, well, if there's a backward step, mention it. But where would you say they've uh, the games evolved in the best sort of ways, Vernon? Wow, um, I'd have to say crap. I don't really know. <laughs> they, they've added one. they've they've added so much. Um, yeah. It's, including it's, you forget including what the, wasn't there before sometimes yeah, and, yeah. And including the, the shitty ship mission <laughs> um anyway so uh i think that they they've really done a lot with like the fight mechanics and just being able to do different things like in assassin's creed one all you could do really was counter um hmm. and you know hit people with your sword kill them with your hidden blade um but in assassin's creed 2 there was so much like the like the smoke bomb the 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 I guess the hidden pistol. Yeah. Um, the the did they have throwing knives in the uh, in Assassin's Creed? It's been so long since yes. I played. Yes. Uh, oh, sorry. Thank the you. first game. Yeah. In the first game. Uh, I believe so. Oh, I don't. Yeah. Maybe not. Maybe not. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> but then they added like the poison darts. Mm. Um, I love those. Yeah, and they added things that you could do. Um, like you could taunt people. Um, throw dirt in their face. Uh, you could <laughs> you know have have like you know um mechanic where you like pick up the, 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 the spear and you know have that you do like a giant broadsword or a giant yeah. axe and you know you, you use different weapons and they're they they change how you how you play how you interact and stuff like that and you know just the kills and stuff yeah. they were just immensely improved yeah i liked the destructible environment bits being able to like <laughs> throw guys through like crates and things like that it's yeah. kind of cool what about you, Jenna? It's you've obviously pl- played it for uh, for you know longer than the two of us. What, what have they done with the me- mechanics that's that's uh, it's improved most memorably for you? See, that's kind of tough because I'm I don't know. Call me stubborn or traditionalist or whatever, but I'm all about the hidden blade. Yeah, <laughs> and I pretty much have just carried that over. And any other, you know, I love the poison darts. Those were fun. Mm. But other than that, I didn't really ever get into pistols or... Collecting swords and all that. (laughs) No. I mean, I liked having a good sword on me, but I was really picky about it. And to me, they were either too heavy and too slow or not enough damage. And I just kind of went, eh. Who plays with maces and and hammers, by the way? Like, like, just like hauberks and things. Like, who's... Or halberds. Like, who's who's playing with pole arms in a game of (laughs) an assassin? It just didn't fit. Now, granted, I collected all the stuff because I liked going back and and seeing all the collection but i sure as hell didn't use them um <laughs> one yeah. thing I, I did love is being able to get to a hiding place whether it be one of those like big ass bales of hay or whatever and to be able to wait for someone and just pull them in <laughs> yeah or yeah, be on a yeah. bench and shank a guy and then just set him down and you know do it without being noticed even if you're around people yeah. that was fun i love stuff like that yeah yeah, I, I enjoyed a lot of that too, and that that kind of brings me to uh, my next sort of gripe about the series, and this this is something that I've heard from a lot of people, and I really don't I really don't have an answer for it. Why isn't this game better at stealth? Why isn't this series better at stealth? Like it just it's always it's always bothered me. Like there are so, some of the things that are kind of like uh, you know mainstays of like gameplay features in stealth games, like you know being able to hug a wall and you know do the wall peek view from things like. Uh, Splinter Cell and uh, Metal Gear Solid games like that. Like, why does the stealth in this game seem so clunky? And why why is it that? I mean, I I, I remember a, a a library. I don't know if you two remember this, but there was a sequence where you're in a a library somewhere in Assassin's Creed 2, and it it was a section where it was very difficult to do if you didn't stay unseen as much as possible in it. And the 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 mechanics in terms of like what it would take for them to see or hear you were so um, inconsistent. It was it was almost trial and error trying to figure out like how not to be seen. Like you could hang and have your hands hanging on the ledge, and the guy could walk right up to it and never notice your hands were there, yeah. and and then kill him, which was cool. But you wondered like, okay, when can he see me and when can't he? Is is it is it just they decided that this wasn't going to be a stealth game and they've they've never really tried to to um, address that Vernon like it, it I, I'm three games in and it doesn't seem to be getting any better like should I should I expect it to get any better I don't know it just it doesn't I'll, I'll give you that that there weren't a lot of stealth elements aside from you know hiding in I a crowd it. yeah um 
like hiding completely like in a bale of hay and um and stuff like that but i i just i don't know like it it's one of those things that you just have to kind of like like you throw money and people like, <laughs> or those towards it. to attract guards oh the the courtesans yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah uh, or stuff like that call them chicks that, that, chicks. that kind of chicks that kind of stuff was cool that was like that that was kind of like uh that made me feel like a badass methods of distraction which is a bit different yeah. than stealth it's it's cool. a lot different than than stealth where you're you're you know maybe hiding hiding in plain sight or just hiding outright to where yeah. people just cannot see you um using the shadows to your advantage and i think splinter cell conviction did that did yeah. that really well um if any of you are familiar with Splinter Cell Conviction, um, that mm-hmm. was the first that was the first Splinter Cell game that I had played, and I know Razorfist kind of trashed it, um, but I don't I don't know I liked it, and I wish that they there there's there had been a lot more of that um, in Assassin's Creed because there are because there are certain moments in Splinter Cell Conviction where um, you're doing your stealth thing, you're hiding in the shadows, and you mark people yeah. to 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 shoot, and there'd be like three guys, and you shoot them you know, one after the other. Uh, And, you know, you don't arouse suspicion because you took them all out quietly and while staying in the shadows so no one else could see you. And then they find their bodies and they're all on alert, but you're still in the shadow. Like in Batman, exactly. Um, Mm -hmm. And I just, I, why did, and I have that same question. Why do those games, Batman, Splinter Cell, why do those games have it to where you feel like a fucking predator? But in Assassin's Creed, (laughs) you basically just have to use distractions and move as quickly as you can to get to your target. And maybe it's because it's meant to be, by and large, an urban environment. But still, there's a lot of missions where you're like sneaking into this place and trying not to be seen. And it's like I I had to rely on a lot of trial and error to get that sort of stuff right. And I failed a lot of missions by, you know, what's his name? Seeing my left boot from 200 yards away because (laughs) I because of some line of sight that I wasn't aware of. I I guess what was most frustrating about it is I still after 100 plus hours of Assassin's Creed don't understand the rules of the stealth. Uh, Jen, you're a little bit further along. Should mm-hmm. uh, should we expect any change in <laughs> in in like Black Flag? Did they deal with stealth in any different ways? Or I don't think so. Mm. I really think, and honestly, that's not a big complaint of mine. Like I hear what you guys are saying, and I'm not disagreeing. Mm. But because I put so <clears throat> many hours into all these games, I think I kind of got down. Like you said, like, oh, he walks right up and doesn't see my hands, really. Yeah. <laughs> but to me, when you learn the mechanics and how it works, you feel stealthy because you know he can't see you. Yeah, yeah. And it's a, a lot of it, there were times where you're in a big old room and you see a bunch of guys. A lot of it's kind of scoping the room out and seeing yeah. where they look and when. And as soon as they turn away, you're fine. Yeah. Like, and just kind of timing it right. Yeah. So Thank- there's a bit of a learning curve, but it, I don't think it really gets better as the series goes on. Thankfully, there is that kind of like guard alertness meter that you can kind of use to judge like as it goes up the red, as yeah. it gets more red sort of thing. So the trial and error isn't necessarily always pass fail, but yeah, there, there was some frustration there. Uh, and um, yeah, just wondering whether it changed at all. Um, now, I've, b- before I forget, uh, what, what was, what, what have you been your favorite games in the series thus far? Uh, before we get to the future titles and the and the the connected titles that uh, I, I looked at this list, I couldn't believe there was this many. But what what's yeah. been your favorite so far, Vernon? Um, I'm gonna have to say Brotherhood. Mm. Even though I really liked, um, I really enjoyed too, and it really mm. hooked me in hooked me into the series and got me interested. I'm gonna have to go with Brotherhood because it was a departure from um, Ezio being underneath all of these people who were training him and actually you know having him build this brotherhood which is what the game was titled yeah and um i i appreciated that i appreciated the, the his development up to this point and the fact that um you could call upon other assassins yeah. that you were training to help you out and yeah. that was actually like there were some missions that you failed if you didn't if you didn't get um if you didn't call in your assassins to, yeah. to help yeah. you yeah like there were there some is... tough missions that you really needed them the muscle yeah exactly so like you know you call them in to help they 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 assassinate some of the guards take some of the heat off of you and then they run away (laughs) you're like okay thanks guys bye Mm -hmm. um but yeah i i thought that was that was a really that was a really awesome part especially with all the improvements all the weapons um all the weapon upgrades and um and i just i like the 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 story yeah yeah how about you jen what's been your standout so far i know this is a tough one (laughs) (laughs) 
it's it's for me it's kind of a tie between two and black flag mm. two is one that i hold like really dear yeah. yeah but i also really 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 love black flag and it just blew me away so yeah, yeah. Yeah, and uh, I, I I guess it's enough of a departure that uh, it feels like a very different different game, even though it's still rooted in the main um, AC storyline. Um, for me, I'd probably have to agree with you, Vernon, and say Brotherhood. But then again, you know, I've only played two and a half so far. So, um, but yeah, I I just I just like the way the Brotherhood improved in just about every way on the on stuff, and I I did like uh, experienced Ezio a little bit better um, than um, uh, than novice Ezio. Um, Mm. And I, although I, and I did like the the story, um, the story progression of the second game quite a bit better as well. Although I didn't much care for the ending. <laughs> anyway, um, well, AC's um, had a lot of influence on other games, uh, like uh, Watch Dogs, for example. <laughs> I've heard people refer to it as Assassin's Creed with hacking. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, I've heard that it's uh, it's definitely had an influence, uh, and. You know the whole parkour thing is is definitely part of it. You know the 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 the, the simplifying the gameplay s- such that you know you can you can use a universal sort of action button to to and have him run in a direction and and run over the obstacles and stuff certainly makes it a lot more fun. Um, is it? Uh, I, I I guess it's a roundabout way of saying. Do you do you think the influence that AC's had on on other games is a, has been a positive one, Vernon? Like, are you? Uh, you're you're seeing that DNA, so to speak, mm-hmm. uh, appear in a lot of other games. Do you do you like that? Like sometimes a game comes along and it in, seems to infect everything. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I don't. I'm not necessarily saying that's the case with AC, but uh, do you do you would you say it's been a positive influence the Assassin's Creed success on on other games in the industry? I hadn't noticed. Um, I hadn't played Watch Dogs. I heard it was terrible. Mm. Um, and I've seen gameplay, and I wasn't impressed, so I didn't make the purchase. And even when I was working at GameStop, I just didn't. I had no interest in taking it out to borrow it. Um, I think that um, there was a bit of controversy with the new Lord of the Rings game that's coming out. Mm. Uh, that has, you know, it's Lord of the Rings, but it's Assassin's Creed, <laughs> and. And like one of the guys who made who worked on Assassin's Creed 2 came out and he was like, oh, it's just Assassin's Creed 2. And I'm like, dude, shut up. Like, it's not even that big of a deal. Um, you know, all types of games borrow from other games and borrow from other ideas. And that's yeah. how you make those ideas into new concepts for new games. Mm-hmm. Um, like like I was saying, there's there's a rumor out there that Assassin's Creed was going to be a Prince of Persia reboot. And I... And that would make sense would, with, yeah. the par- with the parkour and the fighting and the fact that, you know, you had to wait to for an enemy to attack and, and then you defend and, you know, counter and stuff like that. And mm. that that's fresh out of Assassin's Creed, fresh out of Assassin's Creed, uh, fresh out of Prince of Persia, <laughs> um, the original Prince of Persia trilogy on the PS2, which I really enjoyed. Mm. Um, but I, I haven't I haven't really noticed it. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How about you, Jen? I mean, obviously, you're a big AC fan, so I'm guess I'm guessing for you. Uh... Not not a not, not a not a negative thing to see it uh, uh, no. sort of beats of AC appearing in other places. No, it wouldn't be a negative. I feel like I haven't really spotted it very much though, because to me, you know, open world games already existed mm. in sandbox style, thanks to bigger games like Grand Theft yeah. Auto. But I am now dying to Google this Lord of the Rings Assassin's Creed game because I have not heard anything about this. You and know, I already want to play it. Yeah. No. Yeah, I don't yeah. know a great deal about it either. It uh, is it is it open world too, Vernon, or like I is it more of so. an adventure game? Or I believe it's open world. I'm, I'm not sure. I haven't been ke- keeping I'm up this game. I'm dying right now. Mm. I I'm complete nerd about Lord of the Rings. Absolutely yeah. love it. And yet, oh, yeah. Lord of the Rings well, it has a history of a succession of terrible games based on the license. So <laughs> let's well, hope that watch, yeah. the, watch the gameplay and see how it feels. Oh, I will. I, I'm gonna yeah. have to look into this for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't I know virtually nothing about it uh, other than um, the, the name and I think I've seen a couple of screenshots of, of the guy holding a weapon and um, I, I thought when he I thought when I looked at him he looked like a dirty Aragorn I don't know if, I don't know if that's oversimplifying <laughs> hey, it there's nothing wrong with that <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah uh, I mean yeah the 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 influence is definitely there look I I, I like the um, I, I the parkour stuff I like I, I'm as much as I enjoyed old school platformers the kind of simplifying the getting from a to b 
stuff I, I quite like. And the, I find it, and I don't know about you, but when I first started playing AC2, I was just so impressed with how it's animated. Like, these houses and the angles and the walls and everything, like, it looks, you know, every time he, he comes flying towards a ledge or whatever, it's animated so well. Uh, and and Unity, I mean, Vernon, Ver- you've seen a little bit of the Unity trailers and stuff. Like, Unity just seems to have taken that to the next level, where uh, the way that the, the models, or whatever you want to call them, interact with the environments, it's just getting, like unbelievable how yeah. you know how, how fluidly they react to stuff and i like that i mean i i come from an era when you know blocky characters interact with blocky environments and <laughs> you've got a few <laughs> you got a few pixels worth of <laughs> of air <laughs> on either side so to play a game that's a bit more forgiving and feels like an action movie uh is is kind of cool and um I don't, I don't mind the influence it's had. Although I, I, I had the same reaction to you to Watch Dogs Vernon. Once I started to see what the game really was after the hype machine was uh, laid bare, um, I, I cared about it a lot less. Right. Um, Which is so disappointing. Yeah. I think that game is going to be brilliant. Yeah. And uh, yeah, now I've gotten to the point where I'm just going, meh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even that interested in looking at it on next gen <clears throat> when I get around to getting a next gen console. Well, uh, I might just, I might just finish with. Um, you're, well, actually, I might just quickly uh, mention there, the list of games that's in the series that aren't from the main storyline. Have you guys even heard of some of these? Uh, Altair's Chronicles, Assassin's Creed no. Bloodlines, oh, Assassin's wait, uh, Creed Discovery. Uh, Alt- <laughs> Altair's Chronicles, yes, I believe I did. It was for the DS. Yes. Um, as Bloodlines, yes, I think that was for the PSP. Uh, Discovery, which is a spinoff, which goes deeper into Ezio's story. Yeah. Uh, and that was also on the DS. There's a Facebook game called Project Legacy. I've never even heard of. Really? Oh a Facebook game. Um, there's a game called Multiplayer Rearmed and Recollection, which are just iOS based. There's Liberation, <laughs> which is probably, at least to my mind, the best known of the secondary sort of games because mm. it was the Vita one. Although mm-hmm. that's come out on Steam recently as well. It's come out on consoles too. Oh, has it? Okay, yeah. cool. Oh, yeah, that's right. Sorry, I'm seeing it here for 360. Um, yeah, and then that was originally a Vita title, I gather. Um, and that that's set uh, that's set very much in the Assassin's Creed 3 universe, yeah, setting, yep. as I understand it. And then, of course, uh, Black Flag, uh, Utopia, and Pirates, which I've never heard of, are iOS Android games. <laughs> so Pirates I've heard of, yeah. There, there's at least as many uh, side, side story games as there are main <laughs> character games. Yeah. Uh, then we get into. Uh, I just want to get into your thoughts about the two, the next two games, which are Rogue and Unity. Uh, Rogue, I've gotta say, looks pretty interesting. I like that it looks like they're going to be sort of wrapping up the colonial period type uh, setting with this game. Um, it looks like it's going to be more ships, but set in sort of the North Atlantic. I like the whole. This guy is. Uh, it, I. I'm a bit confused. Maybe Vernon is he is he turning into a Templar or is he just turning his back on the assassins? Both. Both. Um, okay. He turned his back on the assassins and became a Templar. So that that's my understanding of yeah. basically through watching the advertisements and stuff like that. Hmm. I'm not interested in this mainly because really? they're I understand that they have multiple studios working on this, but yeah. again, it's the ship missions. Yeah. Um I, I don't care for it and I don't know where these these ship missions are gonna take place, but apparently it's supposed to have like a crucial link to the Kenway saga. I'm looking at Enway. Yeah. I'm looking at uh Enway. <laughs> wikipedia right now and yeah. you know fill the gaps and 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 be a crucial link and I, I i don't care but are we talking about ship missions in the sense of black flag being out on a ship and yes. controlling yes. it or ship missions like in three I, I think more like four to be honest yeah more like more like four this is what i'm going to say um okay. and so yeah apparently there are parts of the story that didn't make sense so they're going to fill the gaps in between three and four with yeah. with this game and then unity is going to be like the next gen experience yes. taking place, you know, during the French Revolution, yeah. and and so yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> okay. yeah. I'm more interested in Unity. I, I if you all get like a PS a PS4 or or a PC version or an Xbox One version, I would love to play with you guys because I would love mm-hmm. this. I love the that you know Unity for me takes it back to what I liked about Assassin's Creed Two and. Yeah. Um, yeah. In terms of it just being like a gigantic city interacting with the people and you're, you know, you're hiding amongst the people running on rooftops and but now you can do it with friends co-oping. Yeah. I mean, Jen and I That'd were talking amazing. about this a while ago about how that was just, you know, 
that that that'd be worth getting a next gen system just to be able to just be able to do that. That that's yeah. going to be a real selling point. Um, yeah. I might I might start with you, Jen. How did you? Uh, I gather you don't know a great deal about the rogue setting. Um, how did you mm-hmm. feel about hearing that Unity was going to be French Revolution setting? I mean, obviously there were a dozen rumors about where it might have been. What what did you think of uh, of of using the French Revolution setting? I, I personally I thought it was a logical uh, that one that they would do eventually. But what do you think? I uh, kind of indifferent to be honest. I wasn't happily surprised. I wasn't disappointed. I am so not a history buff. Like earlier, <laughs> you were mentioning all these guys in the past games. I recognized probably two names. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm not even kidding. <laughs> da Vinci. So to me, yeah, exactly. Him, I know. Yeah. But so to me, the the history of it. It's cool to watch it unfold in the game. I don't really care where it's set. I was really excited for three, and look where that got me. So, yeah. setting, I'm fine with it. Let's see what happens. Yeah. 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 How about you, Vernon? What do you, I mean, you know, Japan has come up as, as one that people have asked about. What do you think of the? It's certainly a big city, which, as you said, you've, you've liked. But yeah. setting-wise, do you think it could be interesting? I, I certainly do. I think I think so. I think it could be a very good setting. And however, I do think that if they're looking to continue this franchise, let's let's cut the crap. They're not looking for the fans to tell them when they're going to stop. No. Um, they're they're looking for how much money they're going to make and <laughs> yeah. conti- and continue to make. Let's let's cut the crap. They don't care about the fans. Um, however, if they if they want to keep making money, I think they should take some hints from the fans. And Japan is one of the top ones. Yeah. Um, so Ubisoft, I know you guys are listening to this because um, the, the entire gaming industry follows enthusiasts and all, and all of our ins and outs and stuff like that. So they yeah, listen they to do. us. Um, <laughs> they they take t- if you're going to take anything away from this podcast, Japan in yeah. one of in one of the not not don't bring it to 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 the handheld don't bring it to the ds or the shitty vita don't bring it to just like some smaller ios platform Facebook. bring it to cons bring it to consoles and you'll and you'll be rolling in dough yeah. and, and stylistically that would be amazing oh yeah, yeah. yes yeah. yes it, it, it'd be uh i mean the, and the other thing is that if without without going too far down the rabbit hole of the history thing you could pick a, a dozen different periods of Japanese history and make it interesting. Like if I if I had to choose, I think it'd be one of the periods where Europeans and the Japanese were kind of interacting. Uh, like for, for when, for instance, uh, during the period when um, firearms technology was first finding its way into Japan, uh, that would have been interesting. And also uh, at the sort of the um, mod- when the dawn of sort of modern Japan, uh, you know that. Do you remember that Tom Cruise movie? <laughs> what was that? Last Samurai? <laughs> oh, no, I'm serious. I, like that era of Japan where they're for the first time, you know, really in a long time, really dealing with like outside forces. I think that would be a really fascinating era of, of, of Japan to uh, to set an Assassin's Creed game in. And it, and it would make sense to maybe draw in some of the fa- – it would make more sense drawing in outside factions to have it in a period where that was actually going on. Um, minus the, uh, the magic glowing apples and uh, and, and all the stuff that, <laughs> from uh, from the mythos. Uh, so yeah, no, Japan's a, a rich vein. I mean, if if uh, if they could fit it, if they can fit an Assassin's Creed game into American colonial history, then they can certainly uh, do it into sort of nineteenth um, century uh, Japanese history. Um, throw something else out sure. there. Um, if they can make an animated, there's two things. If they can make a, a CGI animated movie where they actually bring an Asian assassin into it, why not make a whole game out of it? Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah. second, you, you'd just be making so much money, Ubisoft. Hmm. What yeah. Are you doing? What are you yeah. doing, Ubisoft? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, thank, thanks, guys. I, I, I think we've, uh, we, we've covered, um, a lot of good points and, uh, you know what? I, I've gotten increasingly excited about Unity, and I, I'm I'm almost thinking that we could do another show on Unity itself after it comes out. <laughs> it, particularly if we all end up getting it, I think uh, I think oh. it might be deserving of a uh, of an episode, perhaps. Um, because perhaps not right away, but oh you know. yeah, may, maybe not right away, but uh, maybe. Uh, well, well, when is it coming out? It's coming out uh, November 18th, uh, right. the same day as Rogue, and that, that's that's going to be a big launch day. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, let's say maybe first quarter next year, well, because by then maybe yeah. all of us will have gotten our shit together and actually have PS4s or Xboxes yeah. uh, or whatever. Or maybe later. Maybe. Maybe. maybe I don't know. I'm I'm hoping. I'm aiming for Christmas. That's but the, well, you know. see, that's the thing. We're talking about buying PS4s. There, don't we want to be finished with the game before we do the podcast? 
Oh, yeah, probably. <laughs> so, yeah, maybe yeah. Right. yeah, yeah, yeah. That could take me months now that I actually have full time job. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I might just jump to our to my high score quiz, and um, I've really had to. <sighs> I had to pull this one <laughs> out of thin air because I was thinking, God, what's a question that uh, w- w- that, that is going to be gettable but uh, isn't going to be too obvious from the Assassin's Creed lore that might stump you guys, but you've got a hope in getting. Um, so, multiple choice, as always. I'll ask you first, Vern, and then you, Jen. The character of Gilberto, the head of the Thieves Guild, is known by the nickname La Volpe. Uh, what does that nickname translate to in English? Start with you, Vernon. The Options are A, the rat, B, the wolf, or C, the fox. What do you reckon? I took Italian for three years. Oh, God. Uh, In high school. (laughs) Um, Oh, okay. Jen, go first then. (laughs) Jen, go first then. Uh, Can you say the nickname again? The the nickname is La Volpe. Then I would say B. I'm just taking a guess. I have no idea. Did you say B? Yeah. Okay, so you're going with the wolf. Okay, Vernon. Ita- the Italian's down, Vernon. What is uh, what <laughs> is your what is what is your answer? I'm going to go with a wolf. No, it is in fact the fox. Uh, so, no, yes. no, no. Yeah. Uh, I I've never taken Italian, but uh, throw, wolf is uh, wolf is lu- lupe. <laughs> actually, I wanted is... to throw you off there. Oh really? And so you ha- you didn't Italian. take Italian? So so what did you I say? I just wanted to say that it is. Oh, it is the fox. Okay, cool. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, maybe I forgot. Uh, not using, not using Italian for a long time. Yeah, well, it's a tricky one. So, it's tricky. No, it's not at all. I just made an ass of myself <laughs> on the podcast, and I wanted to go down in the record that you can admit when you are wrong, and I just said it right here, right here, an enthusiast. <laughs> so, just to clarify, it's it's. The wolf? No, it's the, the fox. fox. It's the fox. fox. It's the fox. Yeah, yeah, the okay. <laughs> uh, the, the, the wolf would be Lupe or Lupe or something like that. I, in Spanish, it's Lupe. I'm sure in Italian, it's close to that. But, uh, yeah, uh, in Latin, lupine, wolf-like, vulpine, fox-like. Huh. <laughs> anyway, and uh, Vernon has also already spoiled my old school recommendation of the week. So uh, oh. uh, how can I? Oh, you'll see. Um, the game <laughs> series that Assassin's Creed is generally considered to be the spiritual successor of uh, the Prince of Persia. So my old school recommendation is 1989's original Prince of Persia. I don't know if you ever had the pleasure, Vernon. I know I know you played the PS2 uh, version, but it was originally an Apple II game uh, by Broderbund, and it was ported to everything like i played the ms dos version in probably 91 um i don't know if you guys know this but it was actually the animation for that game was using rotoscoping <laughs> that's how far back this game goes in terms of the animation they actually recorded like uh someone running and used that animation for the like wow. running and jumping that they that they use for that game um Am I correct, Vernon, that the original Prince of Persia had a time limit, and you you had to like beat the game within a certain amount of time, uh, like get I through all the puzzles? That's what I heard. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. A lot of the a lot of this obviously a two D game, uh, but a lot of the stuff that you know from Prince of Persia, you know, from uh, from Assassin's Creed, a lot of jumping. The combat was very. Uh, cut and thrust, like you, you couldn't just whack away at guys. You kind of had to wait for openings and take them out. Um, there were a lot of, um, you know, wall techniques and 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 avoiding uh, <laughs> obstacles and stuff like that. I don't know that I would have called it parkour exactly, but there's certainly, uh, you know, for an adventure type side scroller uh, platformer game. Um, yeah, you can see how uh, that would have influenced. And <clears throat> you know, when you said when you mentioned version, uh, Vernon version, Vernon, that's. Um, that that was a game that they were sort of thinking about doing a reboot of. It makes perfect sense because you know that sort of graceful sort of running around uh, above obstacles and, and drops. That that's you know that pretty much describes Prince of Persia yeah. to a T. Uh, and and the sort of you know high stakes combat where you know you couldn't just take hit after hit. In fact, I think in the original you really could only you know you couldn't really afford to make mistakes in combat. It was it was really kind of you know. Well, all or nothing uh the the sword play in that game so yeah, yeah great game and as as vernon's mentioned it's uh it's been ported many times and i think there was a was it a, a trilogy that they had on the ps2 it was a yeah it was a um the the trilogy um yeah. sands of time warrior within and yeah. the two thrones yeah been a while since there's been a prince of persia game but man i can remember when it was you know one of the the most popular um series uh, it it's kind of surprises me that nobody's tried to uh 
to uh, have another crack at it since then. Although maybe that terrible Jake Gyllenhaal movie uh, drove the last um, nail into the coffin of that franchise a few years back. Um, <laughs> well, <laughs> well, thanks very much uh, to, um, to to my guests for joining us uh, on our Assassin's Creed talk. As I mentioned out in the start, you can uh, reach us on Twitter at Enthusiax, our YouTube channel with all our video content, and uh, is Enthusiax. And I gather Vernon, uh, without spoiling things, we'll have some uh, exciting new um, new video content coming out soon. Um, yes. The uh, we've got a f- thriving forum community on Enthusiax. Um, that you, you know, you can join, sign in, and. Uh, you can access from the main page if you want to join in. Um, our email bag for this podcast is pointstreakatenthusiacs.com, um, where you can uh, submit questions or feedback. Um, our own, by the way, Axelon, I think I mentioned previously that he's doing a few, a few playthroughs on the site. And Assassin's Creed, the original, is it the original? It is the original. Yeah. Yeah, Assassin's Creed is currently, he's in the midst of that right now. So, uh, yeah, you can see his, um, a playthrough of uh, Assassin's Creed going on right now on our youtube channel thank you again to jen and vernon and uh join us again on another episode of point street thanks guys thank you thank you